0: Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM
1: 89.3. Welcome to Money in the Market. I'm Hong Bin Zhang. Markets are currently moved by signs of an easing in China's strict COVID zero policy, as well as the next moves by the U.S. Fed. Will their next interest rate hike be by 50 basis points? How did markets perform in November and what can we expect this month as we head to the end of the year? Joining us on the phone today to tell us more is Olivier Dacier, Head of Applied Research at APAC at Contigo. Olivier, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hi. Hi. Okay, so we have we saw a broad sell-off earlier this week with China due to the unrest, but then it, it did rebound the following day and it seems like it's, it's continuously rebounding and it's boosted the sentiment. For the rest of the region as well, are investors still bearish on China, or not anymore?
0: I think you know they've been bearish all year, so a lot of that was already priced in. Mm -hmm. Uh, And really, what investors don't like is is uncertainty. They like to understand how uh, authorities in in any market make decision. What kind of decision model are they using? What kind Mm -hmm. of metrics are they looking for or looking at to make decisions? And I think, you know, until last week, we really didn't know. Mm. Uh, now we're seeing uh, officials in, in China talk more, talking about how the Omicron virus may be weakening, mm-hmm. how uh, uh, vaccination rates are rising and so on and so forth. So these are positive indication that maybe uh, signals that their decision model is, is is turning around, which is good news for investors, obviously.
1: Right, right. And you talked about how investors don't like uncertainty. So, what kind of clarity from China would investors need to change markets into a bull market?
0: I think the more clarity they give as to what they what, what the plan is. So if mm-hmm. they've, uh, let's say they have metrics, for example, they could say that uh, new infection rates rise by more than 20,000, then we mm-hmm. would take this uh, this precautions. If it raises by more than 30,000, then we would stop uh, sporting events, for example, mm-hmm. or things like that. The more details that they can give about how they plan to react to uh, and which metric is, is guiding their decision, the more uh, investors can then to forecast together about what is likely to happen and then position their portfolios. Mm
1: -hmm. Shifting now to the U.S. Fed, you know, hopes for a slowdown in interest rate hikes um, from the U.S. Fed are also weighing on markets and we saw that from um, U.S. Fed Chair Jerome Powell overnight Um, but we're still seeing low volumes and weak sentiment. What does that tell us about investors' thoughts on the Fed's possible pivot?
0: That's right, yeah. I mean, it it was kind of good news, bad news. So Mm -hmm. yes, you uh, some of the investors who have uh, bet recently on a, on a pivot are right. It, mm-hmm. it's, it's looking likely that the next interest rate hike will be 50 basis points mm-hmm. instead of 75. But markets has already priced that in. Right? We're up 20% since the lows of You're September. Right. Uh, now the bad news was that uh, the final destination for interest rates is going to be higher than than what they thought mm-hmm. uh, back in June. So, in terms of the impact on the economy, this is still. Uh, very much the brakes are, are on and and that's going to continue to 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 apply pressure on on consumer demand on on uh, on uh, investments and, and the like so it, it's not all you know green from here it's not all uh, uh, blue sky <laughs> it's, it's certainly not uh, and the fed has made that clear right and and they're nowhere near thinking about easing again that's not even uh, for next year at all mm minutes we saw, right?
1: So even a slowdown, like continuous slowdown won't help trigger a bull market?
0: No, not yet. I think what they, what uh, the Fed has said very clearly is we need to see some softness on the employment time. Mm-hmm. And we're not seeing that yet. We're still seeing job uh, uh, openings are, are almost twice as big as the number of applicants looking for. them. So there's still quite a lot of upward pressure on wages and, and uh, from the employment situation. And I think the Fed is not going to stop until that, that reverses. And that, that could be several you know several quarters away. Mm.
1: You know, we just entered a new month, happy December. <laughs> How would you describe the markets in the month of November? I mean, I I think that November has been the best month for Asian stocks.
0: It's been pretty good and and even in the US as well, right? Mm-hmm. We we're up 20% uh, uh, in the last 2 months. So so there's quite a lot of prof- uh, performance to protect, you know, for end of year performance reviews, you, you, you want to protect some of that. You certainly uh, uh, probably are not going to see a lot of, of new directional bets by investors. I think that's why volumes are still low. Sentiment is still somewhat soft. Um, Mm -hmm. The pivot theory is just, you know, raising from 50 basis points instead of 75. That's not a very, very big, uh, uh, you know, bullish uh, sign for for stock markets. Uh, So I think you're still going to see a lot of caution for the rest of the year. And you might see sideways trading, maybe with a slight upward bias, because the the investors that are in the market right now are Mm risk-tolerant investors, bullish investors, or contrarian investors, the bulk of the investors are still risk-averse, and they're staying on the sideline, and that's probably what they'll do for the rest of the month.
1: Mm-hmm. And what can we expect for the month of December? Can we expect a Santa Claus rally?
0: So that all depends on how uh, investors are going to adjust their expectations for Q4 earnings, which mm-hmm. will come right after that. Right when in January we're going to start to hear about that. The, the forecast right now is for the first uh, time, the first negative growth in Quarterly earnings uh, since the, the, the pandemic, since uh, Q2 of 2020. So, if that's really the case, and that doesn't get adjusted further down or further up, then then you're going to see a sideways market. But if suddenly something comes in uh, to to indicate that earnings maybe have a positive growth for another mm-hmm. quarter, then then obviously a lot of people will have to to uh, reverse some of the selling trades they've done in the last uh, couple of weeks as forecasts came out. But so far, the the economy is resilient, earnings is resilient. So I think a lot of investors are hoping that stays the case. And Mm -hmm. that's probably what's priced into the market right now. So it really will have to be a very big upward revision in earnings forecast for them to come back in at this point.
1: Okay, I see, I see. And finally, do you have any advice for investors as we begin the last month of the year?
0: I think is the last month now and there's quite a lot of macro data to come out we've mm-hmm. got uh, uh, some inflation data that comes out we've mm-hmm. only had one good inflation report we need we need a couple of more mm-hmm. uh, i think you also have uh, the fed decision on the 13th you also have uh, some inflation numbers out of europe you still have a very fluid covid situation in china so this is not the time to take big risks because there are too many unknowns mm. uh, but i think that, that if you are positioned in the market right now that's that's good you you can ride the rest of the of the month, I would not necessarily add any new money until uncertainty comes down a bit more.
1: Okay. Well, thank you so much, Olivier, for joining us today.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: Thank you. We've been speaking with Olivier Dacier, Head of Applied Research at APAC at Contigo. Stay with MoneyFM 89.3.
0: To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O.